0: Radio Western.
1: Good morning. You're listening to Outlook on 94.9 CHRW Radio Western. And we're back, right, Brian? Are we? We're back live. Oh, yeah,
0: we are here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we are back live. And
1: we were uh, on an an unofficial summer holiday, I guess. Um, First, I was sick. And then uh, last week, there's been Pride events.
0: Yeah, there there was an all 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 Pride day here on the station last Monday. So.
1: Um, in the big pride parade this past weekend here in London, but now it's Monday and we're back to, back to the week.
0: Yeah, and this is the last show of July, mm-hmm. so the summer is flying by.
1: So I guess, what, so today I was just kind of thinking, we're kind of like, going to be kind of like the show that follows us, which is in the, in the news, right? Except we're in the news, th- that's more, we're in the news of, on disability and blindness and sort of anything that's been going on since we've been away. But in the news, there's a lot of stuff that's been happening. So I thought we'd kind of just talk about a diff- bunch of different stuff. Sometimes we have a theme for an episode, but, um, which we might next week. But this time, we're just sort of going to catch up.
0: All right. So um, just wanted to mention off the top of the show that uh, we have our annual CFB Summer Social this coming Saturday. Yep. It's at Gibbons Park here in London. Um, we'll tw- we'll uh, I was going to say tweet, but I guess we'll also Facebook out a link to it. Mm-hmm. on our page. Um, if anyone listening is interested in going or knows any blind people who may be interested, um, you can find more info, facebook.com slash Outlook on Radio Western. Just reach out there. Um, we'll post a link to it there as well.
1: Yeah, you can send a message, uh, but I um, I made a Facebook event, so it will be up there, and um, there's a Google form, just because we're trying to get an idea of how many hamburgers to get. So. We've been doing fundraiser barbecues, and, and there we do hot dogs and sausages, um, and we eliminated the hamburger option since from last year. But um, with this social event we're doing on Saturday, which is our second annual social, uh, we're just having hamburgers, but it was a big hit last year.
0: Yeah, and this isn't the, the barbecue fundraisers we've talked about previously, um, which we can talk about one briefly here, because we did one since our last show. Mm. Um, but those are the Canadian Tire fundraisers, where it's specifically for fundraising, uh, and we're just out in the public barbecuing, um, like a vendor. Whereas for this social event, it's it's more for CFB members and people who are interested in the CFB or just want to learn about it. Who aren't members are welcome, obviously as well. Um, but it's it's not really a fundraiser. We if we make some extra money, that's even better. But it's not really the the main goal of this. The main goal of this is to just socialize and have that time of the year to meet in person with a lot of people um, involved in the CFB and talk a little bit about what we've done the last year. But mainly just converse and, you know, make, meet some new people and
1: knock on wood or whatever this table is (laughs) to make sure there's no rain. Uh, I was in a restaurant in Woodstock where I come from and there's, it's an, it was newly redone and there's like a a section, like a sectioned off area at the back. Uh, and I was like, we could have it here if it rains, but that's not really practical because it's just on the day we'd be set up, um, and have to get everything there and everything. So hopefully that's good. But, uh, so when you make a Facebook event, it has this thing where it'll tell you the, the, ex, the expected weather for the day that you've set it on. Oh, and yeah. it, at first I thought, I saw something about chances of showers, but this last time when I looked, it said sun. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Still any, early
1: days to know, but yeah.
0: Any showers we re- normally get are like, seem to last just for a short period of time. <laughs> we'll anyway.
1: just have a big downpour for like five minutes and <laughs> we'll be um. soaked, but we'll move on. No, anyway, hopefully that goes well. But, yeah, we're trying to get the word out. I'm trying to do some spreading the news on social media. Hopefully some local um, Accessible Media Inc. Um, The one guy who hosts the show on AMI Radio will be there, Kelly. Um, Hopefully. He was there last year.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing about um, fundraising in general and anyone who's listening who's been involved in fundraising. It's Mm kind of new for us um well this isn't fundraising i guess but um it's i guess events events in general is what i'm referring yeah. to is that you organize these things and last year our our social event
1: we um, couldn't have dreamed that it would have gotten that yeah that like big. i was expecting maybe first 10
0: people or something and there were maybe 30 last year whereas this year it's it's hard to say it's not looking as good to me but we'll <laughs> we'll see what happens but it's like any event like this it's and it's like you know it's like a lot of things when we when Carrie and i started our podcast the first episode got so many views and listens and then from there it's some episodes get more than others but it's not that not as, as many because it's when something's brand new people get really excited but mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to keep up the momentum and keep promoting promotion is another thing that takes takes some time and and it's yeah tough to keep up on sometimes
1: well yeah it can kind of get you down right like it's just but it's like one of those things where if you have a a relationship that you, you, you go all out with somebody for their first birthday, you're together and your anniversary the first year, then some people expect that that has to be kept up and and made better every year. And it's like, that's just, if you're going to be with somebody for 40 years, you can't possibly do that. Right. So we hope the CFB is around for a long time. So, you know, eventually you would hope that it's well known enough and you get a reputation. And like I said, it, it was so successful last year and I think people had fun. So you hope that the, the, the message spreads and word spreads, uh, and that it can, you know, sustain itself. But we'll have to see what this year and future years bring as far as that goes, because I don't know.
0: And um, a, a lot of it too is, is kind of what Carrie just touched on about awareness of the CFB, because
1: it's really hard to compete against the CNIB. a lot of a
0: lot of people still don't know about it. And nope. um, just wanted to bring up a quick example. Um, so Ooh, we I did love
1: examples. We
0: did. <laughs> We did our AMI appearance, which aired. Um, yep. you didn't you didn't mention that yet.
1: Not yet. No, we're well. Um, no.
0: So I was going to talk about the appearance a bit. Um, they filmed us. I don't even know when that was. Now it was <laughs> well, over a month ago. They
1: first reached out at the end of March. I remember we were in Niagara Falls. Remember that weekend? That oh, Friday. you were so Um We you know we got the CBC and the CTV, um, you know, coverage, and then um, AMI reached out that day so it took a while for us to set up a time to do the filming which was the end of June and then um, you know not that long before it aired I wasn't sure with the summer and stuff but that's it was good um, so yeah it was last Monday night at 8 o'clock on AMI um, which is like the CFB in a way I mean it's well known to many people but not everyone obviously it's a channel that has audio description on all its programs there's a radio channel and a television channel there's an app which is pretty cool I always wonder about app development. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's cool to see. it was cool to see us on the app. Uh,
0: yeah, so we will we can Facebook out a link. You probably already did on the it is, page, uh, right? The
1: post I made today for our oh, return yeah, yeah, to, it's in to the Outlook, Outlook here, it's in the comments.
0: Um, but you can also just Google AMI this week, and you can Outlook, see right on that show, yeah. on that page there's a link to Outlook, and that's where the segment aired. Um, we were
1: first in the... There were three segments in Three
0: segments in that show.
1: Episode.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, what I just wanted to point out was it was really great. I'm yeah, so, what's your example? Well, congratulations. on or th- Congratulations. <laughs> you can
1: congratulate me and I'll congratulate you.
0: <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Carrie, for, <laughs> for presenting so well on that yes, segment on AMI. You too. Um, but, you know, it was a really great opportunity. I'm, I'm so thankful for them that they yeah, did that.
1: Thanks to Alex my, my, and the gang.
0: My, my point being that um, we were kind of just hoping for the CFB to get mentioned on there because, <laughs> again, it's one of those things that's not, known that well and AMI is a pretty good um, network across Canada that a lot of blind people watch yeah so you know we talked about AMI quite we, a bit we talked we about talked about
1: it a lot the CFB, the CFB, CFB quite a bit
0: um, and it didn't air on the, on the promo which is just is, is my only sort of thing that <clears> I kind of wish would have happened other yeah. than that it was great uh, but I just just wanted to point that out about trying to bring awareness to the CFB and how, how really difficult tr- it is we're
1: really trying. <laughs> but again I, at the same time I'm not good at being pushy I don't yeah and
0: that's that doesn't
1: come naturally to us the, the
0: main thing with the Canadian Federation of the blind is more so like we just have to keep working at it since it's such a new thing here we we keep have to we well, have to keep
1: it's still new to us
0: we have to keep doing things and just show some progress and then eventually people will find you if you're out there doing enough mm-hmm. and making enough change eventually you'll get noticed it's instead of you know trying to people to
1: Yeah, and we're not trying to outmatch any like there's there's no way to compete with the CNIB or anyone else if they've been around for 100 years it's a totally no, and it's, a totally different kind of organization really.
0: And it's not uh, my my goal with the the um, CFB anyway is not
1: mm-hmm. not
0: nothing to do with any of these other organizations. It's 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 great that they're out there too. It's just it's all a matter of choice and I just want people well, to have yeah. I want people to be aware that it's out there and at least know a little bit about the CFB and then from there they can decide what Make they up their prefer own mind, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I don't know if we would have had to be more, you know, persistent with them and saying, can you please mention CFB in the piece? But because it's only a four-minute piece and they yeah no does it, it does go
0: by pretty quick and you know when you when you get covered by a, a news network then they they do the editing so yes. you don't really know what
1: it's in their hands. You,
0: we did so many interviews and so much talking, you don't know what's going to get in there and what's Not so.
1: They particularly f- focused on our our sibling relationship, which they were interested in, and uh, I think that I mean that I think that does set us apart from a lot of other other things that's go- that are going on out there. Um, so that was nice, I think. Uh, you know, you could see we were interviewed in uh, your apartment, so you could see an old tape deck in the background and your, your record. Uh, oh
0: yeah, yeah. Did you get someone to watch it that well, told you that? So
1: our parents watched it, and our father was like look at that old tape recorder my mom's. He's like, that's like uh, from my mother's house. She's like, that is your mother's <laughs> oh, old yeah. tape deck. That's Brian's apartment. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, he wasn't there so he didn't know how exactly they did it. They yeah. did the filming. So.
0: Yeah, I totally forgot about that because listened to it yesterday but I can't see obviously so I didn't notice what was in the background.
1: Yeah, enough. for us, I mean, it, it might as well have been a radio piece basically but um, it's good that we got some TV coverage. We've been on the AMI radio station before and we actually got um, Kelly's show, Kelly and Company, on the AMI radio to um, mention our social this weekend. So that was good. Yeah. Trying to get absolutely. the word out. But yeah, so that's what we've been up to um, since, I guess. And um, and then like we said, the fundraiser barbecue, we had another one of those. and
0: Yeah, so we had another one of those at Canadian Tire and this one was um, still quite successful it was a little less chaotic than the previous one we talked about on the show where it was really windy and stuff was blowing all over the place this one
1: was a nicer day for most of the day it Um, was cloudy for half of the day
0: yeah it was a really nice day we we still made a really good uh, fundraising profit there which is awesome and
1: yeah, we had a lot of donations. Like, not even people asking for the food, but you know, we kept saying, "Well, you, you know, please feel free to take a drink or whatever." But people, people were really generous, and just even a little child came that, up and wanted to donate.
0: Yeah, and that that is really great because you know we're not we're not the our organization doesn't sit out on the street and just ask for money without no we try anything to give something back. So that's why we do the barbecue because it's that way you're 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 doing something for the public. It gives blind people a chance to practice barbecuing, which is something that a lot of people, blind people, I feel like don't do mm-hmm. and can do if they take the time and practice to do it. So it, you know, it brings awareness. It it, it strengthens the, the model that we have about blind people being able to raise expectations and all that stuff. So it, it's, uh, it's such a great event, these barbecues, and um, the donations are obviously always appreciated too, but we're looking to serve the public and help out in public, so...
1: Yeah, so that was a good day.
0: Yeah, there's not too much else to say about that one because we have one was- more
1: left in the season, although <clears throat> somebody did suggest that we see if they have any more openings that might have just come up, but because like we aren't we aren't well known and we aren't a big organization where it's a grassroots type of thing and it's all just people doing what they can and chipping in, but it's all blind people trying to steer, you know, steer their own lives instead of, you know, being taken care of by a charity institution that, you know, for blind people, that's why the four of distinction is so important to us. But um, so we don't, you know, we don't, we're not huge, and so we, every little bit helps, and um, for things that we need. So that was good. Uh, so I was going to say, just like <laughs> referring to the in the news, um, are you aware of the uh, the new bus schedule changes for this fall? like around here for the, around the, the university and stuff did you hear about that or not
0: uh, not in detail yet not I putting
1: you on the spot I just to bring it up
0: yeah no I did hear uh, some, one driver was telling me once about some of the stuff when I was on the bus about a month ago or so oh, really? about what was going to be happening but I didn't I haven't read up on it
1: because things are yet. different from Monday to Friday when you take the bus right for your your music show on Fridays you say the different routes because you're later in the afternoon well that's and just and
0: it's, it's not Mondays to Fridays it's just, just every day part
1: of the day some um, days,
0: it, in the mornings, it's different from the the afternoons. So. So,
1: so sometimes we get a ride and dropped off here like today. Other times we take the bus uh, from your apartment and whatever. And so I was just saying we, we do need to look it up because it sounds like the routes are changing and they're adding more and um, it might affect...
0: I, you know, I mean, you never know, I guess, what they could change. I don't think they're going to change that bus because it's a pretty convenient one, but they might just hmm. add more or something.
1: But yeah, they said they were eliminating something but adding more of something else. I don't know. Yeah. It sounds- no, I'll
0: have to read up on it. And it's definitely something we should discuss on this show, too, because it involves, for us- um,
1: Oh, why do you think I brought it up? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, um, mobility is is a discussion that we have, orientation and mobility, and um, we've mentioned structural discovery, which sounds like a very fancy term, but we've mentioned that on the show as well. Um, So, you know, it is possible for us to- get out there and, and do things that we've never done before as far as traveling. But well, it
1: was like that last the, time when and the bus wasn't going to come to the spot we were used to and we had, uh, you know, a few people let us know that and one guy helped sort of get us to where we needed to be,
0: you know. Yeah, and the thing about routes changing is you can always ask when you're out anyway and figure it out, but it is good to do some planning sometimes with that stuff so it doesn't mm-hmm. come up, come by shock when you get out there and you're well, like, oh, shoot, the bus everybody plans a bus,
1: the buses, most yeah. of
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: Anybody who doesn't have a car and takes public transportation... Um, so that's just something that's not yet, obviously.
0: Yeah, no, I'll look into that because I think it's, it's, a, it's a local thing, so it'd be cool to sort of mention on the show if, a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, you're better at all that stuff, doing it more often than me. So let me know if you can figure it out. I, I read the yeah, there was a whole article on it, but so there's that. And I was gonna say that um, <laughs> as far as the fundraiser barbecue, I I would have had to sound an audio audio clip to put in the background to start the show or whatever. We get have talked over, but again, I didn't bring my little connection for my phone. So I just, ha- I just recorded a bit of the, that day uh, as we were in the parking lot there. We, although the, we had like a family of birds right above us over the door, which <laughs> it's reminiscent of the birds that hang out here in the-
0: It yeah, <laughs> seems to be more in the UCC, UCC. here up UCC. in
1: the ceiling. It's going to call it the CCU. <laughs> 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 it's like a critical care unit. Um, yeah, the birds like to hang out. It's part of summer. Um, so yeah, you've been doing a lot of musical, um, gigs lately, right? And you were at the festival there, was that last weekend or the weekend before? Yeah,
0: Home County. I played with, um, with Trusty Fox, one of the bands that I'm in. We played at the Music Industry Arts, um, stage. They had a workshop, so any graduates of the Music Industry Arts program here in London at Fanshawe could apply to get into Home County, uh, they selected five different, artists and we were one of them. So it was a workshop so they it was interesting because they it went we played a song then the next artist played a song and the next artist and they went around in a circle. It's called a uh, like a workshop song writers circle type thing. Wow. Um so I don't know it was it was definitely interesting and
1: hot day that, but yeah it was
0: a really hot day at home county but really I, cool.
1: I still wanted you to meet Fred Penner but what are you going to
0: do? Yeah, I didn't I didn't get a chance to see Fred Penner at Home County.
1: And you missed the was, downpour that they had to cancel that night I guess, I heard.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was just so hot, so I ended up going back to my apartment. But um, yeah, it was great to be able to play that, and then just we've got a couple, like quite a few gigs from London Arts Live again. Another great organization here in London through the London Arts Council um, that pays people for people to re- perform around town and in different venues. So um, yeah, that was also also really cool.
1: That's what you've been up to. Um- so, yeah, a couple of things going on. Um, Friday, this past Friday, the 26th, was the... Um, now, again, we this is obviously the Canadian Federation of the Blind. is We're, we're in Canada. But I, I like to point these things out because um, it makes you think about what's going on in our own country. So, on Friday, they, they, the U.S. celebrated the 29th anniversary of the ADA, Americans with Disabilities Act, <clears throat> which was signed into law in 1990 by George... Um, Herbert Walker Bush, Bush Sr., obviously. and So they were sort of, uh, I was seeing a lot of reflection on Facebook and stuff, um, different organizations, NFB and American Council of the Blind and American Foundation for the Blind. So, uh, you know, even in the U.S., there's a lot of different organizations, which is hard because blind people, um, some people want to be um, in that community more than others. You know, some people... Um, want to have more blind friends and, and do have more blind friends and want to be in that, that world because it affects them and, it you know, you can relate. And other people, less so. So it's harder to get some people, you know, everybody's sort of all over the place. But, um yeah, they were all sort of reflecting on, you know, on a day like that, they kind of want to celebrate because things have been better, but y- yet at the same time, they, um you know, they still look back and they can see what still needs to change.
0: Yeah, there's always, it's, it's important to not always look at oh we, we still have so far to go. It's well, important can, to look it's at depressing. Yeah, you have to you have to look at what where we have come. If you look at 50 years ago or compared to now, that things have improved. Just so that you st- do stay positive because you don't want to always be like oh things can get so much better and they're not great and all this. Whereas things have been progressing. So
1: well, the thing I wanted to point out is that for an example, like in the states and even here in Canada, um, there's an issue with. So, the, at the NFB convention, the National Federation of the Blind Convention, which was a few weeks ago, a big talk um, that week in Las Vegas um, was uh, something called 14C. So, it's something, you know, they're trying to raise the minimum wage there in the U.S., which will also affect um, blind people because and other people with disabilities because there's these things called sheltered workshops, and I don't know if, p- if people have heard of them. But there's, they were supposedly, you know, to get people with disabilities working and doing a job, um, to make them feel, you know, productive, but yet keep them sheltered and segregated and giving them these tasks that were kind of repetitive and, and kept them, you know, things that, they, that people thought, you know, old oh, blind people can manage this. You know, they can't, they can't be competitive in a, in a, you know, other working community. So they're really trying to fight that um, because those sheltered workshops for, for decades um, were able to get these certificates from the government which allowed them to pay below minimum wage. Um, and you know, that's just not acceptable now. So, um, you know, people with all kinds of disabilities have been in those circumstances. And you know, I don't know what it's like for everybody who who does that. And some some people maybe it's it's been a good thing, but um, the point of the CFB and the NFB, we're just trying to show that, you know, we can be and alongside anyone else. So that that includes in the work world, working world. So that's their big thing um right now and um so that's one of the issues they're dealing with and so I was going to say did you hear about the um grasshopper invasion in Las Vegas right now? It's something to do with the weather <laughs> it seems there. Seems a little
0: random, but well, no, I was I, just going to uh,
1: I wasn't going to compare it because I don't like that word invasion, but it was just like first blind people you know Invaded Las Vegas a couple weeks ago for the convention. Can you think of a better word? I use it for for bugs, but I don't really want to use it for blind people. But anyway, it was just it's just one to the other. So there's a lot going on in the U.S. right now, and um,
0: yeah. So do we want to go over this the the thing that uh, the article we read on the AODA Alliance website briefly?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what you want to read from that.
0: Yeah, I can just kind of I can just read the title and a little bit about it and we can discuss it a little bit I don't we don't know a ton about this stuff because
1: well here's the learning so in Canada there's the the, the, (laughs) here's the thing that's my expression in Canada we don't have the ADA obviously um last month um it was signed into law um with Carla Qualtrough the um a what's the acronym for that one Accessible Canada Act, so ACA. Um, and so that's supposed to help federally across the country with employment and transportation and all these things. Um, and then, like, obviously each province has their own thing. In Ontario, we have the um, accessible... It's hard to get it out. For Ontario ex- Disability Act. Accessibility yeah. for Ontarians it's with Disability Act.
0: <laughs> so confusing, these <laughs> acts. So many of these on our show. That- but
1: the problem is, is that most people don't read these very long... Pieces of legislation. And so no, p- so people don't know what their rights yeah, are. And that's, r- yeah, yeah, that's so kind of what they count. What you could say people, you know, not someone in particular, but can count on. Like it's hard for most, but most blind people aren't going to study that and know what, really what their rights are. So specifically for the AODA here in Ontario, there's all these things set out there that haven't been enforced. And yeah, so, so where does that get us?
0: Yeah. So the, the article, if you want to look it up yourself too, to, to check it out is, Doug Ford's only new action in over one year in office to improve accessibility for over 1.9 million Ontarios with disabilities is riddled with problems and cries out for a serious rethink. And that's according to a disability coalition report made public recently. So um, obviously there's a lot of complaints with with Ford's... uh, action so far.
1: Yeah, like I said, um, In the News talks about it too with students here at the university and in the autism programs and environment. There's so many things going on. um, But this show specifically talks about this. I don't really get it. So apparently... um, Yeah. Radio silence. No, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how much you want to read. We're going to run out of time. But... um,
0: yeah, well, we 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 have about five minutes left. So the
1: Rick Hansen Foundation, which I'm sure people are familiar with Rick Hansen, uh, you know, he, he does a lot for disability, obviously. Um, he's in a wheelchair. He's not blind. But uh, apparently the Ford government has given his foundation the reins on this. And they're just saying it's not enforceable and it, that they shouldn't pass it off to any group like that. I mean people hear that and think, well, you know, Rick Hansen, who's going to be fighting better for people with disabilities than him? And I, I'm not, you know, disparaging him at all. Um, but
0: the fact that he gave all that money, the-, the fact
1: that you're giving it to him- 1.3 million to then, this
0: one yeah, this one organization.
1: They're kind of passing it off. The government's passing off their duty, right? Like it's up to them to do it. And they're sort of passing it off on some, I mean, they, sh- they still need to, obviously we want them to be working with people with disabilities to, to do these things, but yet- not totally give it over because then where does the money where's the money going and is that fair
0: yeah and then just just some of the points here about how it says that the the plan will remove barriers facing people with disabilities yet the re- report reveals that the plan Needs no result in any barriers ever being removed. So,
1: well, that's part of the problem with the AODA, the AODA to begin with. But I like what it says there somewhere in the article I read. Um, soul crushing barriers for people with disabilities, Ontario. Still, uh, that is just <laughs> our soul. <laughs> our souls are being crushed. Apparently. Oh, <laughs> writers, I tell you, no. But I mean, yeah, it's complicated, and that's what I'm saying. Like they put this out. Um, Different organizations are trying to, you know, make people aware, but yet, how many people really pay attention? <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's uh, there's so many different um, things in here, but
1: yeah. Well, that's what the CFB is trying to, you know, do. But it's there, you know, we got all these different yeah, situations like, going on in different provinces. And
0: yeah. Well, it's, it's but we're more focused on Ontario. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a bunch of different issues brought out. Like another one being that instead of Using proper training um, government inspectors, Ford's plan uses, um, instead of using properly trained government inspectors, his plan is using private individuals who may have no experience in the highly technical area of building accessibility and who just took a two-week course and passed Mm. a multi-choice exam. So, um, the people who, who are in charge of this may not be fit for making these decisions and
1: they're just saying that it's not they're not sure it's going to cover all disabilities I mean the, the definition of disability has broadened so much since obviously since the the ADA back in the 90s and things you know there's visible um, disabilities and then there's in, so many invisible ones that are considered disabilities now and you know I don't know how you how you do that um, but you got to start somewhere I guess and and the AODA has been you know around since uh, 2005 and uh you know, I don't know. Nobody has huge ho- hope with Ford now, but...
0: Yeah, things can change, though, eventually. <laughs> so we just just hang in there and keep try to keep up on this stuff as much as you can. It's it's tough. It's tough for me to keep up on it, to be honest. It's a lot of this ah. political stuff. What's going yeah, on exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm trying to get more... Like, somebody was... Because like, I was upset the other day. Um, I just think sometimes Canadians are too passive, But yet, I'm no fighter either, but I don't know. How did the ADA come into effect? Somebody had to fight for that. Um, So, yeah, I'm trying to learn more about it so I can be more um, knowledgeable about it, and uh, we'll talk about that in future episodes. Um, You can find us on Twitter, uh, at Outlook CFB, and, uh, yeah, let us know what you think. If you know more about this than us, we'd like to hear about that.
0: Yeah, any thoughts on this would be... Very much appreciated.
1: And, All right, uh, I guess we'll have stuff to talk about next week after the social. We'll let you know how <laughs> well that did. But
0: yeah, so again, social on Sun or Saturday, sorry, at Gibbons Park, and we'll post about that on our Facebook.
1: Glad to be back. We'll see you next week.
0: Sounds good. Bye. Talk to you later. Find us on Twitter. Outlook CFB And on Facebook facebook Facebook.com Outlook on Radio Western